It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by True Car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org slash auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Welcome to the Gifts for Glory podcast, where we celebrate and promote men and women using their gifts for God's glory. Know someone who is making an impact for God's kingdom using their gifts, talents, and passions? We'd love to meet them. Send us an email at podcast at giftsforglory.com. That's podcast at gifts, the number four, glory.com. And now here is our host, Dave Ebert. Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to the third part of our Hope Through Laughter series. Our guest this week has a really a great story of joy and hope, and I think you're really going to be blessed by his story today. But first, let's get to our Devotions with Dave segment. Reading from Romans chapter 5, verses 3 through 5. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Again, Romans 5, 3 through 5. And what we're talking about this month, and really any time that we talk about God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, what we're talking about is hope. Hope is eternal because it comes from God. No thing man does can snuff out the hope God brings. And it's that hope that will carry us through the trials of this life. Jesus was clear. We will face trials. We will have sorrows, but we can take heart because he overcame the world. Also in Romans, Paul is telling us that there is a benefit to being faithful, to trusting in God in those hard times. He tells us that we can rejoice. We can be joyful in the problems and in the troubles and in the struggles. And we grow as people and mature as Christians during those times. No matter your feelings about the current events, politics, the way the country's going, the economy, no matter what trials you've been through, you can rejoice in these seasons of pain and struggle. You can do that if you keep your eyes fixed on God, knowing that He can use these trials and use these sorrows and use these painful seasons for your good as well as for His eternal glory. We're His kids. And like when we raise our kids, sometimes there are bumps and bruises, sometimes there are struggles. But we are better on the other side for those struggles. And if we allow God to use them and use us in and through them, we will see a stronger, closer relationship with him on the other side of them. And let's be frank and honest. Sometimes the other side of those struggles is not until we get to heaven. Sometimes we have struggles for a really long time, which seems like an eternity. But when your struggle ends, whether it's now, tomorrow, next week or not until you receive your reward in heaven. Just know that God is working in those moments to prepare you for that wonderful day that you will see your Savior face to face. So don't be discouraged when things go wrong. Don't be discouraged when you face those trials. As Jesus said, take heart because he's overcome the world. And also know that God is working in you. He's developing that endurance, that strength of character, and helping you find more and more strength in the hope of your salvation. 
So allow it to happen. Don't fret. Don't let it get you down. Don't let it take away your joy. Rejoice in those moments. As Paul said, Romans 5, 3 through 5, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Hope you're encouraged, hope you're blessed, and I hope that you're spending time in the word to get strengthened and find more and more sources of hope. And that is our Devotions with Dave segment for this week. Let's get on to our interview. Clay the Comedian, Clay Turkle, he's a a comedian. He's also got a really great and powerful uh, testimony and story of God really saving his life in the most literal of senses as well as spiritually. So let's hear from him. Uh, This is Clay the Comedian on the Gifts of Glory podcast where we celebrate and promote men and women using their gifts for God's glory. We are back on the Gifts for Glory podcast with Clay the Comedian. Uh, you can find him on Facebook at Clay the Comedian, or you can find him on YouTube to search for Mr. Clay Turkle, or look in the show notes, and uh, you'll be able to find those links as well. He's based out of Davenport, Iowa. He's got a powerful testimony and message, and I really believe that you're going to be blessed by this conversation. So let's bring on my guest for this week, Clay the Comedian. Clay, how are you? I am just slightly outstandingly, stupidly fantabulously, awesomely, greatly blessed, and highly favored. How are you, Dave, my brother from the same Heavenly Father? I'm doing really well. I'm uh, hanging out here in the free state of Illinois. (laughs) Uh, Not really that free. (laughs) Yeah, man, uh, we're bringing you on because you're a comedian and you've got a great story. And, you know, how did you first get into comedy? Is that related to your, your testimony or were you doing comedy before your life changed? I wasn't doing comedy per se as anything professional. I have just been a sarcastic sarcastic wise bottom my entire life and found the humor in, in most situations how, how how long have you been doing comedy and uh, um so that everybody knows that's hearing this i am a c4 quadriplegic paralyzed from the chest down mm. um i've been that way for uh 18 and a half years this month and um Honestly, I was in, I had went through seven months of rehab. No, I'm sorry. Seven months in the hospital total from, from beginning to end. Um, and then shortly after when I got over the shock and awe of what had happened, uh, just different, um, uh, let me think, different uh, wisecracks or sarcasm would come out of you know, um, things that I had observed, like, yeah, I was going to be a stand-up comedian, but I can't stand up, yeah. you know. Well, you mentioned, so let's dive in. How did you get into the wheelchair? Because uh, it wasn't uh, something that you were born with. And then where in that uh, did you uh, find a relationship with Jesus? Well, if you would like me to share uh, the poem we had discussed right now, Oh, absolutely. Uh, everywhere I go, people are always asking me, hey, man, how long you been in the chair? So I tell them, this is about 10 o'clock this morning. <laughs> how long you been in the spandex, chunky? 
And they're like, no, man, I mean, what happened? Were you born like that? I said, if I was born like this, my mom would have had a heck of a time pushing this chair out. <laughs> they're like, oh, come on, man, how do you ask? All right, wise guy, what's your diagnosis? So I tell him, quadru, 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 quadruplicia. You see my toes. I can't feel those. But like I said, I wrote a poem about it, and it goes, this can't be right. This cannot be. How could this have happened to me? I chose to drive, intoxicated. I should have called. I should have waited. Less than a mile, and I would have been home. If only I would have used the phone. But I chose to drive while I was drunk, overcorrected and flipped my truck. All I saw next was the ER ceiling below my chest. I had no feeling. A tube in my stomach, a trach in my throat. I truly do pray you're taking some notes. Turned out to be a C4 fracture weights bolted to my skull as I laid in traction. You'll never walk again, the doctor said. If only I would have used my head. Thank you, Jesus, I'm still alive. Take it from me. Don't drink and drive. Mm. So um, obviously uh, a very tough situation um, when the accident happened. Uh, and you know, that power, uh, poem you uh, shared at the end of uh, your set on the video we were watching or I watched earlier, it's a very tough situation because it's amazing what a mistake can do and how just a, a mistake that you think you're going to be fine from can completely change your life. Um, so were you, uh, did you already know Jesus at that time? And it was just a bad night or did you come to know Jesus after the, uh, the accident? So actually I had a pretty rough childhood, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of poverty and make, you know, just, struggling my mom was a single single parent most of most of my uh childhood anyway mm -hmm. and off and on at any rate so when i was uh 14 a friend of mine invited me to youth group at a uh a church in the quad cities and uh so his his mom drove us there and i couldn't tell you if it was i'm pretty sure it was the first time i went the gospel message was preached and at the end, they had the, you know, every eye closed, every head bowed. Is there anybody out there that doesn't know Jesus? Raise your hand. Or you would like to know Jesus, raise your hand. And I raised my hand, and then I repeated the sinner's prayer, and it was like fire going through my body. It was, it was a tangible feeling when all that, just, just at the age of 14, even mm. all the sin that was forgiven and like, like this major burden or weight was just lifted off my shoulders. So then, um, when I was 18, I went off to Bible college and while I was there, uh, I was out in the parking lot and this guy offered me a cigarette. I took it and one drag for whatever reason I was hooked. And I felt all this conviction. Mm. I ended up dropping out of Bible college and just started living in the world. Got um, started working in the industrial field, you know, uh, different factories and whatnot. And so for the next eight eight years, I guess mm. I was uh, 26 when the accident happened. 
So from the age of 18 to 26, I, I you know, led a pretty, pretty crazy life. So what happened uh, the night of the uh, the accident? Uh, was it you just had a party or what happened? No, actually, I frequented the bar after work. I worked at Oscar Meyer downtown Davenport. And after work, I would walk right across the street to the bar and I would have however many drinks and then I would drive home. So mm. this was an isolated incident. You know, I was, I, I drove home drunk almost, almost every night. Mm. So this particular night I was drinking beer like I usually did. For some reason I decided to, uh, Hey Scotty, would you uh, make me a, a bloody Mary? So mm. he made me one and, and I said, oh, that was really good. How about this time, a little more Worcestershire sauce. Say that fast three times, Worcestershire. <laughs> and, uh, and, oh, that was good too, Scotty. How about this time, a little less this, a little less that. I couldn't tell you how many I ended up having, but that was the culprit, I suppose. Mm. I was, uh, so, so then got in my truck and proceeded to drive home. Like I said, I was less than a mile from my house and I just blacked out or whatever. And there was just all the commotion of the accident. And then I'm laying there. Uh, there was a woman in the truck and I don't remember seeing anything. I just remember her saying, get off of me. And mm. I said, I can't, I can't, I can't move. And I don't know if she pushed me off of her or what, but um, that was the last thing from the truck. I remember. Next thing I remember, I was in the hospital um, with a trach in my throat. I couldn't talk. Traction, there, there were weights bolted to my skull. And I was on this bed or mat that went side to side to prevent pressure sores. Mm. It didn't work because I ended up getting a massive sore on my tailbone. So while you're in the hospital and you're recovering, you said you had about seven months in the hospital. Um, was there uh, family and friends that were there to support you? How did you get through? As a matter of fact, if you find my poem in my, uh, on my Clay the Comedian on Facebook, if you look through there, you'll find, I think there's three pictures along with the poem. Uh, one is my mother and one is my little brother uh, posing beside me as I was in traction. And then there's a picture of the 1974 international that was probably the biggest catastrophe was losing that beautiful truck <laughs> so yeah i mean it was a good looking i mean i could tell that it, it was because i'm looking at the uh, the picture now you know, i see the the poem and, and the picture it was a nice truck which you know having that nice of a truck is probably why we're talking today and how yeah. i got to connect you with you well other, other than god's yeah hand, absolutely and, um, his plan you know, he wasn't done with me yet. So, but yeah, that, that, that all steel, you know, thick metal truck definitely helped. I mean, the windshield wasn't even broken. Mm, that's amazing. Um, it's amazing what God's hand can do when he's, he's not ready to call you home yet. That's right. While you're in the hospital, is that, uh, was there a time in the hospital you started thinking like, wow, God saved me. And that's when you started leaning towards him or was there uh, some anger like god why did you let this happen how did that happen i don't know if i was pretty doped up in the hospital i do know that uh, once i was able to 
move around a little more and I went into rehab. I I I didn't didn't have too much of an extended pity party. Um I started joking with the therapists in rehab, you know, during that the last three or four months of the seven months was rehabilitation. I learned to transfer from my chair to a bed and stuff like that. But uh, as far as uh, repenting, so to speak, or recommitting my life to God, that did come later. Mm -hmm. I think I wrestled with it for a while because uh, my life was such a mess. Um, I didn't feel worthy of his forgiveness. Um, So yeah, that, that took, that was a little while later and I couldn't even pinpoint the exact moment, but uh, I just slowly started talking to him again and letting him back in and seeing that, you know, but for God, I shouldn't be here. Right. You know? Amen. So you get out of the hospital and you said it's been about 18 years. So you've had, a lot of time uh, since the accident. When did you start thinking like, I want to go in front of people and make them laugh and, and you know, start spreading the message that God is good and uh, he's worthy to, uh, to be known? So I ran into this guy somewhere. His name was Kermit Thomas. He um, put on these various shows. They weren't family oriented, but I ran into him in public somewhere mm-hmm. and started joking with him. You know, like at a grocery store or whatever. I couldn't remember exactly where we were, but I, uh, you know, hey, uh, how's it going? You know, making small talk and, and uh, just saying, yeah, I was I was going to be a stand-up comedian, but I can't stand up. And uh, so he, so he asked me, hey man, you're you're funny or whatever. Could you do a, this show for me? You know, he produced these different little comedy shows and whatnot that had different different uh, performers, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so for the first time I got in front of a crowd, would have been through him. And then uh, just miscellaneous. To be honest, to date, I've only been uh, in front of a crowd doing comedy probably four or five times Okay, in front of a large crowd. So, I mean, I've been encouraged by tons of people that I need to pursue comedy. Um, and I just keep asking God, you know, what do you want me to do? I would love to travel the country, making people laugh and then seeing them see what God's done for me through this tragedy and triumph, you mm-hmm. know, because his, his work, you know, I think a big part of it, a lot of the people in the, in a position like I am, um, the Bible tells us that suffering produces endurance and endurance leads to hope. I can't quote the exact scripture. I just read it earlier too. But uh, suffering um, actually makes us think about how our life, how how blessed we are to even be here, you know, and uh, it, it builds endurance and endurance, you know, brings hope. So, and like Jesus said, you know, in this world, you'll have trouble, mm-hmm. but take heart because I've overcome the world. Yeah. Amen. I don't remember what the original question was. Oh, when did I start doing comedy? Yeah. Okay. 
So yeah, like I said, that got, it started through this guy, and then actually while I was at the last nursing home I was in, um, they put me in front of another guy, and I did that. And then they offered to take me over to Circuit 21 to make the video that uh, you had seen earlier. Yeah, and it's really a, a funny video, and you're very good with your delivery and also uh, your singing voice. Uh, really enjoyed the uh, uh, the uh, the cover songs that you provided during the video. Um, you yeah. sang a little bit of it earlier about the quadra 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 Yeah, that was. Just, I don't know what it is, but it's like. As a matter of fact, that's even how a lot of the comedy got started. So when I got out of the hospital, my sister was taking care of me. And one day we were walking into Walmart. Well, she was walking. I was rolling. And the Walmart greeter came up to me and slapped a smiley face sticker on my hand and said, Good job, buddy! As oh, if I was no. deaf and dumb. Oh, and man. I just threw my hand up in the air and said, Thank you! <laughs> They just busted up laughing. We went in, did our shopping, came back out. That Walmart greeter gave me a thumbs up, and I said, bye. <laughs> so a few months later, I'm sitting there, and I don't know. I guess I'm just musically inclined. Mm-hmm. And the song came to me. Uh, I am a redneck. Cripple, I ain't no high class quad. I'm just a product of drunk driving. I say, hey, y'all, Amber, I keep my Christmas lights on on my front ramp all year long. And I know all the words to every Christopher Reeve book. So, all my cripples out there keeping it country, let me get a bigger. From the redneck quads like me. (laughs) (laughs) That was the first one, yeah. So then, you know, years later, like I tell everybody, I'm working on my music career. I uh, tried out for Dancing with the Stars, but all the judges agreed that I dance as if I've got two left wheels. flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. I was actually told there was a ramp to the stage, but here I am <laughs> on the floor again. Because <laughs> they can't get on the stage. So I was working on my music career. I was going to be a stand up comedian, but I didn't <laughs> So then I was going to be a crossing guard, but I thought I'd look kind of silly sitting in the middle of an intersection with a big sign that says walk.
like I tell everybody, I'm working on my music career. I uh, tried out for Dancing with the Stars, but all the judges agreed that I dance as if I've got two left wheels. <laughs> but yeah, so, so I thought, what's a good way for a guy in a wheelchair to make some extra cash? So I threw a bunch of flour and water all over the ground. Then I was rolling in the dough. <laughs> but like I said, I'm working on my music career. Perhaps you've heard. You're a fine looking cripple. Won't you back that chair up? Back that chair up? Back that chair up. <laughs> or this wheelchair is how I go. Let me see that cripple roll. That cripple roll. <laughs> Now, you also paid tribute to Garth Brooks in that video. I really enjoyed that's that right. one. That's right. I honestly, I was I was pure country before my accident. Mm. And uh, honestly, that one took so long because I started putting it together. Blame it all on my chair. I can't use the stairs. But then <laughs> I've been there before. And then a little later, the next piece would come. Everything's all right. This wheelchair sure bites, but it does be crawling across the floor. But I got stuck on the on the on the actual um the main verse, the chorus, you know. Mm -hmm. But but eventually it came to me, you know, crawling across the floor. I really don't mean to sound so obscene. Just wait till I finish this song. And hey there, buddy, you just might find yourself singing along. Because I got friends that roll places with the wheelchair ramps and our own parking spaces where we go to play and then roll away. I'm not big on PC phrases, but I use them down at the wheelchair races where I've got friends. Roll places. Aha. That, last part, that last part was pretty new. <laughs> yeah. Very good. That's awesome, man. I think that uh, your story is incredible. The fact that you know, even through all the trials and tribulations, you, you still know who God is and know that he's got a purpose for you. You know, in this, this season, since the, the pandemic and the election and everything, stories of hope are what need to be told. And you're somebody that I thought, yeah, that would be a great fit. Somebody that likes to laugh, that, that makes people at ease because you will address the elephant in the room and just go ahead and kill it before it becomes an issue. And I think that's really awesome. Yeah, well, you know, he's never left me nor forsaken me, even when I was running from him, which I can't run from him anymore. So I might try to roll away, but he's still right there, man. He, uh, yeah, he's been so good to me. I have, I, yeah, I, I, I can't, his peace truly does surpass all understanding. Absolutely. Once, once I gave it to him, man, I just, he is Adonai Shalom, the God of peace. And I just, I, I can't explain how, 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 how much hope I got, I guess. Um, mm. I will walk again, whether it's down here or on the streets of gold, you know. Amen to that. But while I'm here, I'll do whatever I think he wants me to, which if that's make people laugh and give them hope, as long as he gets the glory. 
and you know all signs point to God. Yeah, Amen. And the the verse that you're talking about earlier, um, you'd actually sent it to me in the message, uh, in our messenger chat, uh, Romans five three through five. Thank you. And uh, that verse goes: We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't, I wasn't exactly, I meant to bring that with me, but you got it. You go, my brother, from the same Heavenly Father. Amen. You rock Uh, and I roll, right? We could be a music genre. Speaking of which, you've heard of rock and roll, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you've heard of rap? Yep. You ever heard of rap and roll? I have not. No, let me give you a little taste. Picture me out on the sidewalk. All right. Cruising cruising in my wheelchair, right? I'm just rolling along, and I bust out with, thanks to this chair, baby, I ain't tripping. Can't move my legs, but I'm still kicking. Pray to the Lord for restoration. It's like I'm living my life in claymation. Even though I can't walk, I'm running through your mind. Believe me, baby, ain't no plan. No more falling behind. I got a faith that even Satan can't bother because I got the fever for the favor of the Father. Wow, that's, that's good. Good stuff. So rap yeah. and roll. Rap and roll, baby. I, I noticed earlier you were laughing at me. You enjoy laughing at handicapped people, Dave? Only with permission. <laughs> ah, well, I bet you didn't know you had a little Trump in you, did you? <laughs> have you ever got uh any pushback on that line because you delivered it so well in the right in the middle of your set and i was like wow that's got to put some people either at ease or put them on edge well i had this seasoned comedian once tell me that uh because i, I made fun of myself so much or made light of my situation he said you know you definitely got what it takes but uh people really like to laugh at themselves Mm-hmm. So I figure when they hear that, like if you watch the video, when I deliver that line, people are laughing harder. Yeah. You know, you hear some, oh, and then, uh, you know, some people are gasping. <laughs> no, no. I think uh, if you can, if, you, if you're going to see a comedian, you're, you're willing to laugh at yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Well, Clay, there are two segments left in, in the show. Uh, the first one is called The Interrogation. I uh, asked seven random questions uh, that wouldn't have otherwise fit in our conversation. And then the final thing I'm going to ask you is your wise counsel as a brother in God and, and brother in Christ, what would your wise counsel be for somebody that wants to use their gifts for God's glory? So that'll be the final question. But uh, so I'll let you marinate on that in the back of your mind. And then uh, I'll ask you just seven random questions as part of the interrogation. First question, being from Iowa, uh, what's your favorite team, pro or college team? I honestly, uh, I, uh, I, I like the Cowboys. And then uh, I'm a, I was, I was born a Hawkeyes fan. I mean, I, I kind of had to be. My, my dad was diehard season tickets and whatnot. I went up to uh I've I've been to a few Iowa games and whether I followed them or not, you know, I I wore the apparel. So Mm -hmm. that makes, that makes it official, right? Yeah, absolutely. If you wear the uniform, that makes you official. Right. All right. Question number two, what's your favorite thing to eat? Food. Specifically. (laughs) 
I was going to say, I prefer not to eat feces or poison. Um, steak. I'm a meat and potato man. I love, I love a medium rare steak cooked to perfection. And oh, mm. all right, all right, I gotta go, man. <laughs> Question number three: What is the uh, the last movie that struck you? Um, well, actually, I was married for like three years, mm. and our last fight. I think she picked up Gone with the Wind and chucked it at my head. That struck me pretty, pretty hard. <laughs> was it the deluxe DVD or is it just a, the single DVD? It was It was like a uh, – she, she actually threw the entire box it came in. But no. Um, <laughs> I love – my favorite movie of all is Tombstone. I love mm. that movie. Old Brother Where Art Thou? I couldn't tell you which one I watched last or whatever, but um, Old Brother Art though, is, is a classic in its own time. Um, other than that, you seen the movie Constipation? No, but I don't think it's come out yet. No, it's working its way out. <laughs> yeah. All right, question number four. What's, uh, I think we addressed it. What is your favorite scripture? Is it that one we just read, the Romans 5, 3? Oh. No, I wouldn't say that. Let me, gosh. Well, first of all, John 3.16 says it all, mm-hmm. you know, so it's almost a shoe-in for my favorite. Um, but there's a, oh, gosh. I don't know that I have an actual favorite. However, um, it's not God's will that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. That um, everyone needs to know that. Some people think they're not, that God doesn't love them or that they're not good enough to be saved or um, that they were predestined to go to hell. That's a lie straight from the pit. Exactly. Um, he, he loves us all so much that he sent his only son that whosoever I'm a whosoever. You're a whosoever. Mm-hmm. Grandma Betty down the street's a whosoever. The gangbanger down the street, he's a whosoever. You know, would believe in him, would not perish, but have everlasting life. Everlasting life. It's not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So those two are like my top go-to verses. Next question is, who would you say are your comedic inspirations? I grew up watching, uh, you know, Robin Williams on the, on the screen, just real goofy comedy. Mm -hmm. Um, He was, he was an inspiration, not necessarily an idol. Um, Eddie Murphy, definitely one of my favorites. Um, I would say other than that, Jeff Allen is yeah. one of my favorite comedy comedians. He, uh, he, everything he says is just hilarious. So I would have to give it up to him. I watch a lot of him. He's clean and that's what I love. Yeah. He's a good guy. I really like his stuff. He's got, uh, I think two dry bar specials now. Um, he's, yeah. uh, he's doing really well. Big fan of his. Uh, next question is going to be, who is your non-comedic hero other than Jesus? That's too easy. You know, I almost 
feel like I have to see my dad. Um, he just, he was an example. He's yeah. a good father. Um, I actually grew up in a broken home. Um, and I don't know why I necessarily say my dad. My mom struggled, and my dad was very prosperous. Okay. But but he was the epitome of hard work and uh, just common sense. Yeah. He was a very smart man, and I uh, lost him about 20 years ago to a heart attack. And oh. it just completely turned my world upside down. Mm. It was just just like two years before my accident. Wow, sorry to hear that. Thank you. Well, Clay, the final final question is going to be for anybody listening that uh, is curious about how to use their gifts for God's glory. What would your wise counsel be for them? Oh, honestly, I would say, you know, be ye holy as I am holy. So whatever your talent gifts or talents are he gave them to you and he wants you to use them in the most pure and holy way um not for you know all the dirty crap that's out there and whatnot but just for good for good to give him glory that uh no matter what you do you're doing god's will if he's getting the glory so yeah, I would say that would be the wisest counsel I could give, that if you put him first in all things, you know, then uh, it'll completely work out. You'll, you will be exalted if you take second, you know, take a backseat to Jesus. You exalt him and he'll exalt you. Amen. All right, Clay Turkle. Clay the Comedian, thank you so much for uh, joining me and sharing your testimony. I know it's going to bless others, and uh, you know, in this time when we need hope the most, I think that your story can uh, really give some people uh, a lot of hope in these days. Hey, man, I really appreciate it. Um, we're just in time. I've got an interview later for uh, um, Crossing Guard. Oh, really? Yeah, I've, you know, I've been thinking. The more I think about it, though, I don't know if it'll work out. No. I can't see myself sitting in the middle of an intersection in my wheelchair with a big sign that says walk. <laughs> all right, brother. I appreciate it. God bless you all, and uh, you rock, and I roll. A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope. It's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, giveth thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. 
Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.